Every story starts with a dream. A dream of someone wanting more. A dream of a life that might feel so unrealistic right now, yet you know deep down in your soul you're destined for. My name is Claire Markwick, accountant, business coach, affiliate marketer, mum, wife, and woman with a dream. A fierce dream rising up within me. A dream that fires my soul and a dream I am committed to making a reality. Fierce Woman Rising is a podcast that celebrates those with a dream, those courageous enough to think outside their current reality and make what's in your heart come true. If I've learned one thing over the years, it's that the only surefire way of staying stuck in a stale, mediocre life is believing that's all you're capable of, believing your own bullshit excuses and not finding the strength to stretch beyond them. I held myself back. I played safe. I stayed where I was for far too long, but not anymore. I want a life of passion, of fun, adventure, laughter, love. I want deep conversations, belly laughs, health, strength, balance. I want confidence, sexiness, fulfillment, and the money to do as we please without limitation. I want the life of my dreams, so I'm here creating it, and I want that for you too. So welcome, my friend. To Fierce Woman Rising, the show that awakens your mind and kickstarts your action to creating the life you love. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fierce Woman Rising podcast. I'm your host, Claire Marquick, and you've got me for another solo episode this week. I have been thinking really hard about what to talk about this week. I have got literally so many ideas. I've got so many things buzzing around my head, so many conversations that I want to have with people, so many topics that I want to discuss in a in a forum like this. But I think what's what's standing out to me today is the fact that we're now the 11th of January as I'm recording this right now, 2024. So we're coming up to be in a couple of weeks into the new year and I want to I want to talk about creating a vision and creating a big enough picture in our minds so that we can actually achieve what we say we want to achieve rather than, you know, doing the token New Year's resolution on the 1st of January and it kind of starting to peter out already. And certainly by the time we get to February and kids going back to school and life getting back to normal, everything just kind of flutters back to how it was and before we know it another 12 months has passed and we kind of kick ourselves because we haven't done what we said we were going to do and I think the reason that we do that is because it's so easy to make a shallow new year's resolution oh I'm gonna I'm gonna join a gym I'm gonna get fit I'm gonna um, I'm gonna start a side hustle I'm going to learn a new hobby I'm going to um, go to networking events or whatever it might be it's so easy to say that but to actually have the intrinsic like internal motivation to follow through with something we say we we want to do we've really got to feel it emotionally because if we're just kind of talking surface level oh I'm going to get fit yeah as soon as we hit our first obstacle or maybe if we're strong in willpower maybe it's the second or third obstacle 
we're going to start to stumble and and that's when we're going to start to look for external motivation and things that are going to help us and then we're going to blame our circumstances or blame people around us for you know not supporting us to achieve our goals and all this bullshit um when actually the real reason that we're not achieving what we say we want to achieve is because we're not emotionally invested to it and if there's one thing that i have learned it's that when I am emotionally invested in something like when I feel it in my heart when I feel it deep in my soul when I when I'm really clear on what I want the outcome to be then achieving it like it it becomes kind of a no-brainer like I have to like there's no question there's no dispute there's no needing to motivate myself to get up and exercise or whatever it might be you know I don't need external motivation because I've got that intrinsic drive like I've attached so much emotion to it I've attached so much vision to it that I can't possibly not achieve it and so now I apply this framework that I'm going to share in this episode this is going to be a bit more of a practical episode Um, I apply this framework to everything and this is something that I do on a regular basis, like at least every, um, at least every six months to really make sure that I'm on track and that I am focusing on the right things and that, um, I can see and feel enough of a future vision to keep me motivated, to keep me striving forward, to keep me um, going when shit hits the fan and when challenges come up and when life happens, when the universe throws shit in our faces, like, like all that stuff is going to happen. Like it, shit will always happen. We're never going to have it completely smooth sailing. So our job, is not to bitch and moan and complain when things go wrong and people don't support us and things don't work out the way we thought they were gonna and be like, oh, well, you know, that must be a sign that I'm not meant to do X, Y, Z. Nope, that's complete and utter bullshit. That's just your ego finding an excuse, finding a reason to pull you down and keep you keep you in that safe space. So it is our job to grow beyond that, to take radical responsibility of our own life, of our own success, of our own results, and to make sure that we are guided and motivated enough to allow us to work through those shit shows when they happen because they absolutely always will. So as I said, this is a this is going to be a bit more of a practical episode. If you're listening to this episode while you're doing something else, maybe you're driving, maybe you're cleaning, maybe you're breastfeeding a baby, I don't know, um, maybe you're at work, <clears throat> listen to it, absorb it, amazing, but then come back to it when you have got time to sit with a journal and a pen and a cuppa or whatever it might be and really sit and do these exercises, take the time to do these exercises and notice the difference in your drive to achieving what you say you want to achieve. When you have given yourself the time, when you you have slowed down and given yourself the permission to actually feel into what it is that you want to achieve, you know, you, you can't help, like I said before, you can't help but succeed. You can't help but um, do everything in your power to achieve it because you have tied so much emotional investment to it. So 
Let's stop the waffle. Let's let's get into it straight away. Now, some of you might have done this before, guided with me. Some of you might have done this um, from other um, arenas, and that's totally fine. You know, unless you did it like last week, um, you'll probably still you will still get value from it. As I said, this is something that I do every few months. Um, it's a really good check in just to see how we're progressing and just to kind of make sure that we're on track and focusing on the right thing. So even if you have done this before, don't turn it off and think, "Oh, I've done this," because it's not a it's not a do once set and forget you know this is this is something that we do periodically consistently over time to to track where we're heading so grab a piece of paper grab a ipad remarkable whatever whatever your writing material of choice is grab a piece of paper and draw a big circle on it as big as the space allows you and then I want you to split it into eight so you'd want to do a line um, vertically down the middle a line horizontal across the middle and then um, diagonals crossing through the center so you've got um, you've got your eight segments and I want you to label each segment. So it doesn't matter which segment is which. Um, don't get hung up on right and wrong. Just label each segment however you like. Write it on the outside of the circle. Write it on the inside of the circle. Write it on the line. It doesn't matter. Just label each segment these things. So w- the first one is going to be um, business, career, professional. So it's um, you know it's your work, um, your work segment, whatever work looks like for you. The next one is going to be money and finances. The next one is going to be intimate relationships and romance. The next one is going to be um, fun and adventure. The next one is going to be environment and lifestyle. You are then going to have personal growth and learning health and fitness. How many are we at? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then family. So parenting, family. So they're your eight segments. Then what I want you to do is to imagine that the middle of the circle, so, um, you know, right in the middle where all of those lines cross, that in the middle there represents zero out of 10. And the outer rim of the circle represents 10 out of 10. So then you've got, you know, from that middle point to the outer rim, um, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, So you've got from the middle to the rim, zero to 10. And that is your score on how you currently rate your satisfaction in each of those areas. So take each segment at a time and think about your professional segment, your um, your career, your business, how you feel about yourself professionally. How would you rate yourself right now in this current moment out of 10? Um, you know, are you a 5 out of 10? Are you a 3 out of 10? Are you a 9 or a 10 out of 10? Think about Think about how satisfied you feel with where you're at in your career, with where you're at in your business, with how that feels to you. How would you rate yourself out of 10 for your business and your career and your sort of professional persona, if you like? And mark it in that segment, however the hell you like. It doesn't matter. Personally, I like to, you know, if I was rating myself, say, five out of 10, I'd draw a line across sort of 
half of this segment and color it in. Um, you might just want to put a cross on the line or do it however you want. doesn't matter. You might just want to write five out of 10 in that segment. It does not matter. There is no right and wrong. The exercise is just you reflecting and evaluating on where you're at. Don't get hung up on how do I mark it on the circle correctly? Because if that's where you're at, you're completely missing the freaking point. So don't worry about that. Just rate that segment out of 10. And then when you've done that, go around them all. How do you feel about your, your wealth, your money, your financial situation? How do you feel about your intimate relationship and your um, or your romance? How do you feel about your your fun, adventure, friends, your social life? Like how, how do you feel out of 10? How satisfied do you feel with each and every single one of these sectors? So spend some time doing that. If you're able to do it right now, pause this and do it as we go through. If you're if you're listening to this while doing other things, please continue doing those other things. Do not try and draw a circle while you're driving a car, for example, and come back to it and do and do this exercise. So go around each of the segments. Now, I want you to, once you've done that, take a moment and look at it. Look at each of those segments and what you've scored them. And just in your journal, on on a new sheet of paper, whatever, just jot down anything that comes up, anything that immediately comes up. It might be like, huh, that's surprising, or oh shit, or wow, okay, well, um, hmm, um, that's a bit of a worry. But, you know, whatever it is, like the, there is no right and wrong. I cannot stress this enough. So many people, when I do exercises like this in workshops, ask so many superficial questions, surface of a questions on, um, oh, is, is it all right if I, if I put this? Or is this the kind of thing I have to put? Or where do I write it? Like it does not matter. It doesn't matter. Write it in steam on your bathroom mirror. Like it doesn't matter what I'm trying to get you to do is reflect on the scores that you've just given yourself. What is it about your intimate relationships that you only scored it four out of 10? What is it about your, um, your fun and adventure that, you know, you rated it six out of 10? What is it about your environment, your current environment, your home, your lifestyle, the town you live in? What is it about that, that you've rated five out of 10? Like what, what surprises you? What shocks you? What stands out? What what is glaringly obvious when you look at it on the page? What have you been maybe focusing so hard on that it has come at the cost of focus of other sectors? Just start to notice things. Start to write things down. Start to spitball. Start to brainstorm. And I'm really going to encourage you to turn your head and your logic off because your logical brain is, when you're doing exercises like this, your logical brain is going to try and rationalize and justify and, you know, create excuses or create um, stories or whatever it might be. It's going to try and it's going to try and limit and it's going to try and restrict what you want to say. So I'm going to really encourage you to switch that head off. No one is going to see this. You're not getting scored on it. You're not getting judged on it. This is just for your personal reflection. Write whatever the hell you like. If you've rated your relationship one out of 10, awesome. Like 
This is your opportunity to be really, really honest with yourself and give yourself permission to think about it, not to hide anymore, not to cover it up, not to justify, not to bullshit yourself. Like this is your opportunity to get really, really honest and really, really real. So write down everything that comes up. And when you think you're finished, keep going. Keep going and let more come out. And if that's pages and pages and pages and pages and pages long, awesome. You know, if it is only half a page, if it is only a couple of lines for each one, go you, you know, at least you're doing it. But I would encourage you to really sit with each segment for as long as you need to and write down how it makes you feel. Write down what comes up for you when you look at that score. How, what does it mean to you? What is it? What does it make you think about? What surprises you? And then go through each segment and sit with sit with this. What happens if nothing changes? What happens? Where will I be in the next 12 months? Where will I be if we are now at the 11th of January 2025 and nothing in this segment has changed? You know, if you've rated your financial situation, for example, let's say you've rated your financial situation 5 out of 10. You know, you're, you're not, you're not strapped for cash. You, you've got your basic survival covered, but that's it. You know, ba- it's just, you just basic survival is covered and there's not a lot left over. There's not a lot left over for saving. There's not a lot left over for fun. Um, there's not a lot left over for luxury. There's not a lot left over for emergency. You know, you, you're just going okay right now. What happens if nothing about your financial situation changes in 12 months time? What happens to that score? Does it stay at five? Does it drop to four or three? Like think about what happens, go through each segment one at a time, what happens if nothing changes in that segment in 12 months? And then when you've done that, think about what happens in each of those segments if nothing changes for five years. And that might seem really far-fetched, but I want you to think back five years. Like how quickly has that time flown? How many New Year's resolutions have you made and not stuck to? How many goals have you made and not reached? How many things have you said you were going to do yet you haven't? Or you haven't quite got there or you've, you know, you've, things have happened and you've diverted. Just think, really take the time, really give yourself permission to consider what will happen in each of these segments if nothing changes from your current reality to to five years time. And write that down too. Write everything about it down. Write how you feel. Write what it looks like. Write what you're thinking about. Write like logistically, like what what will that mean? Will you still be able to afford where you're living? How old will your kids be? What will your relationship with them be like? What will your relationship with your partner be like? What will your relationship with yourself be like? Really get real with this. Really get deep with this because the deeper you get and the more emotion you feel, the more you are going to be able to attach intrinsic, internal, like motivation and drive to making change. Because when you just keep things surface level, when you keep the wall up, when you keep just, you know, putting the rug over it, shutting the door, not thinking about it, keeping yourself busy, nothing is going to change because you're not 
allowing yourself to feel that pain. You're not allowing yourself to really appreciate where you could be if you don't change anything. So this is my invitation to you to get really, really freaking real with yourself. If you are committed to actually making a change, you've got to go beyond the surface. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to, I'm going to earn more money. I'm going to make some new friends. You've got to get past that surface bullshit and you've got to really get into the emotion of why that matters to you. How is that going to make you feel? How is that not changing going to impact all of those segments? And you know, like the really, the the really full on thing for me when I when I do this, and when I when I had this realization for the first time, it it really gave me a kick up the ass. It was, you know, I I have always said that everything I do, I do for my boys. I want to be the inspiration for my boys. I want them to be able to see that they don't have to do things the traditional way. Um, I'm not hung up on grades. I don't care if they go to uni or not. I, I don't care what they do for their career. Like our our thing as their parents is that they're happy um, and that they're, they're living their best life. And so everything that I do personally as their mom, I want to, um, I want to inspire them and I want to show them me doing what I tell them that they're able to do. And one time when I did this exercise, I realized that if I didn't step up, if I didn't stop talking the talk without actually doing the do, and if I continued on that path for five years, then the, my little boys that I was there to inspire and motivate wouldn't be little boys anymore. They'd be young men that had spent their whole entire life watching their mum saying one thing and doing another. And that to me was such a kick in the heart that I couldn't not keep striving forward. I couldn't, I could not, you know, like you, you kind of, um, you have your kids as little kids in your head, you know, like that the little, uh, maybe you still have little kids. And if you're listening to this and your kids are still young, then freaking pay a bloody attention um, because this is so important because they grow up so fast. And before you know it, you've got teenagers on your hands and then they're moving out. And I know that's still years off for, for us yet, but at the same time, when they were like four and three, you know, it, that doesn't feel like that long ago. So while I'm asking you to project five years out in the future and you might be like, oh, that's freaking years away, like so much can change in that time. Yeah, it can. So much can change in that time. But at the same time, so much time can pass so quickly and you could have done jack shit in that time if you don't get really honest with yourself. So that is what I that is why I find this is so so important because when we can tie emotion to where we're at and where we'll potentially be if we do nothing about it, then it kind of gives us that drive. Then it gives us that reason beyond the surface level. And it's like, holy shit, okay, all right, I really have to make this happen. So now you've done that. And first of all, give yourselves a huge pat on the back because 
taking the time, if you've actually taken the time to do that exercise thoroughly, it's probably taken you a good a good hour at least. Um, if you're like me, it's probably taken more like a couple because once once the heart starts to flow and and the pen's scribbling away, like it it really scribbles, and I I get a lot out when I do exercises like this. So if you have actually taken the time to get really deep, to get really honest and really feel into each of those segments and what your scores mean and what they will mean projected forward, if nothing changes, then kudos to you because you're the kind of person that this exercise is really going to help and it's really going to drive you forward. The next step is I want you to draw another circle and split it into the same eight segments and label them however you lo- however you want to label them. Maybe you'll label them exactly the same as you did last time. Maybe you'll realize there's a better way to label them. Doesn't matter. Label the segments exactly the same as you labeled them before. And this time, what I want you to do is I want you to project yourself to the place where every single one of those segments is 10 out of 10. Now, every single one of you is going to have a different perception of what 10 out of 10 in your financial situation looks like, of what 10 out of 10 in your um, intimate relationship and romance section looks like. Like it's going to be completely and utterly different. There is no right or wrong. There is um, there is no judgment. No one is going to see this. You are not going to be compared to anybody else. So if, if your 10 out of 10 means you've got a thousand dollars in the bank, awesome. If your 10 out of 10 means you're a millionaire, awesome. It doesn't matter. There is no judgment. What I want you to do is to take the time to feel into 10 out of 10 in each of those segments and what that feels like for you right now. What kind of things, when you when you can rate your financial situation, for example, as 10 out of 10, what are you doing? What kind of things do you do? What does your life look like? When you're rating your financial situation at 10 out of 10, what are you doing? Who do you hang around with? What do you do for fun? How does it feel? What do you think about? What do you talk about? What do you dream about? What are you planning? You know, what's the next what's the next thing you're planning? Are you planning a holiday? Are you planning a big trip? Are you planning a property purchase? Are you planning a big spending spree? Are you planning a party? Are you planning an investment? Are you planning on um, contribution and giving? Spend time in each and every single segment. And again, you can come back to this. You don't have to do this in one sitting. Just All that I ask is that when you do commit the time to do this, even if it's like in like 20 minute blocks, you actually commit the time. So you're not sat there kind of doing it while you're watching TV or, um, you know, while the the kids are playing or in the background and, hey, mom, hey, mom, Um, really give yourself the time. (laughs) That means you have to go and sit in the car or you have to go and drive down the street or you have to go to a cafe or you have to ask your hubby or your mother-in-law or someone to watch the kids for, for like half an hour, then do that. Give yourself the time to be completely in your own head, in your own thoughts, in your own heart and 
go through each segment one at a time and really feel into what 10 out of 10 feels like. What what does 10 out of 10 in your intimate relationships look like? What kind of what kind of relationship is that? Like how exciting is that? How do you feel when you catch your partner's eye across the room? When it's 10 out of 10? How do you feel when they're not with you? How do you feel when they come home? What does that look like? What do you do together? What do you talk about? What do you dream about? What do you think about? How do you feel? How does that feel in your body? Have you got the little butterflies in the bottom of your stomach like when you first met? Do you have the tingles? Do you blush? Does your head spin? Do you feel giddy when you think about them? Get out of your head. Get out of where you're currently at and give yourself the permission to really feel into what 10 out of 10 feels like in your intimate relationships. What does 10 out of 10 feel like in your environment, your physical environment? Where are you living? What what do your surroundings look like? What is it? What do you look at when you look out of the window? What do you see? What is around you? What what couch, what chair are you sitting on right now when you're doing when you're doing this exercise in X years time? What like what what is around you? Where do you live? How does that make you feel? Tap out of your head because let me tell you, your head is going to be trying to restrict everything you write down. Your head is going to be going, yeah, but you could never afford to live there. Come on, don't be silly. What do you want to live there for? That's so far away from all your family. How how would you cope living there? Don't be so silly. You're going to you're going to still be living where you're at right now. You know that. Cut that bullshit out. Cut that story out. Say, you know what? Head, thanks very much. Um I'm playing a game right now. I'm I'm having a bit of fun. I'm doing something right now where I don't need your help and switch it off. Switch it off and and let the pen flow from your heart from what you're really truly feeling it doesn't mean if if your dream environment is like halfway across the globe from where you're currently living right now it doesn't mean you have to move there tomorrow it doesn't mean you ever have to move there but what you're doing is you're opening yourself up to feeling that way about your environment and where you live. You're recognizing in your body how that makes you feel. You're feeling the emotion. You're feeling the excitement. It doesn't mean you have to do anything. All I'm trying to get you to do is to switch that logic off and allow you to feel what 10 out of 10 feels like, what 10 out of 10 is like in each of those segments. Really sit in that in that emotion, in that feeling. Feel it in your body. Notice it in your body. Write that down too. You know, 10 out of 10 in my intimate relationships, like I've got this like burning like sensation like in the pit of my stomach and I can't I can't explain it. I've got, you know, I'm 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 speaking so like so much and and I'm just so excited and you know write all of that down. Everything that comes up, write it down and sit and reflect on it and read it back and feel into it and notice it in your body. Feel it in your body. Breathe it in. Soak it in. 
And something that one of my um, beautiful mentors, um, Kaz Sinidi, shared today in her um, Amplify Your Vision workshop um, masterclass that she did, she said, if you can feel it in your heart, now, if you can hold it in your heart, you can hold it in your hand. Meaning that when we can truly feel something, then it's already happened. Then it's real. It is possible in this universe because if we, everything about us, everything about everything that we do is energy. So if we can, if we can feel it, we can have it. And I think I think I went down this track in the last episode as well. You know, if we can feel it, if we can describe what that feels like, if we can put words to it, if we can articulate it, we can have it. So this is another example of that. This is what we are doing. If we can feel it, if we can hold it in our heart, we can hold it in our hands. We can make it real. We can make it tangible. We can hold, we can feel that feeling in real life. If we allow ourselves to get past the surface bullshit and actually feel it, that is what this exercise is for. Once you've done that, why keep going? <laughs> How good is this? Right? How good is it? Like I'm, I am literally, I'm not even doing it in this moment. I'm just speaking it, but I can, I can already feel in my body. Like my body is just lit up. Like I can, I've got this, this like deep in my, um, deep in my belly. I've got this like burning. I've got this passion. I've got this fire. I've got this fierceness. And that is where the whole essence of this podcast came from. This fierce woman rising. It's this fierceness that just wells up, starts in the pit of our stomach and it just wells up and it just comes out. And for me, you know, I feel it like I feel it coming up my throat and I feel it, it just comes out of my mouth. Um, but it's that, it's that energy rush that comes out of my comes out of my belly deep in my belly and and that's where I know yeah that's where I know I'm on the right track because that's for me that's me um that's that's my like my my intuition my little it's it's I know I'm on the right track when I'm following that feeling so I'm learning to I'm learning to recognize in my body the feelings that help me make practical, tangible decisions. And that's what doing exercises like this on a regular basis, really giving ourselves the time to, to stop and notice. Like how many, how many times have you faced a decision and you haven't known what to do? And one part of you is, is saying you should do one thing. Another part of you is saying you should do another. And then you start to bounce the idea with different people and you get their points of view and their perspectives. And you've got this person telling you you should do that. And this person telling you you should do this. And, and before you know it, your head just feels like complete and utter overwhelm and you don't end up doing anything. And that is because you're trying to make the decision based purely on your head, based purely on logic. And so many of us aren't supposed to make decisions that way. We're not designed to make decisions that way. And, you know, this is a whole other conversation and, and, I am very, very keen to get people onto this podcast to help talk a little bit more about all that as well, because I think it's really fascinating and it's really something that's that's helping me. And so if it's helping me, it's going to help you guys too. But I'm learning that when I feel that um, 
fierce. I could, the, the, it, fierce is the word that I've attached to this physical feeling, like deep in my stomach. And it's sort of, it's just below, it's it's like, I've so got a dirty T-shirt if, if you're watching the video of this. And when I, when I sit up to show the camera, like where I'm pointing, I've just noticed I've got my dinner down my T-shirt. There you go. Real. Um, it's like right at the sort of the base of my, um, like where your bra sits kind of thing, like ac across there, right there. That's where I feel it. And I know when I am making a decision if I get that that fierce that burning feeling there I know it's the right one and I'm going to be very freaking honest sometimes to make that decision my head will my head will start to rationalize and justify and create excuses and stories and sometimes sometimes I'm not brave enough in that moment to make that decision but then when I come back to it or when I actually do and I'm followed, I followed that feeling, it's always, always the right decision. So what I'm going to, what I want to encourage you to do in this exercise, the whole point of it to feel what 10 out of 10 in each of those um, segments feels like, and to notice, to recognize what sitting in that 10 out of 10 moment feels like in your body. Where do you feel it? What is that sensation like? Start to recognize what that is like and use that as your guiding compass. The final piece of the puzzle that I'm going to talk about, I actually had notes to to go way further, but you know, I'm starting to feel like I'm starting to feel like we've done enough. But what where I want to where I want to finish this is I want you each to do whatever you need to do for you to remind yourself of that 10 out of 10 feeling. Now that might just be, depending on how you've done it, that might just be sticking your um, sticking your circle up on the wall. It might be finding pictures online or in magazines that represent that feeling of 10 out of 10. It might be finding pictures that um, not that represent, but that are, you know, you might have, um, you might have a very clear picture of where your ideal environment or what your 10 out of 10 environment is, or what your 10 out of 10 house looks like. What's your 10 out of 10 kitchen? What's your 10 out of 10 bedroom? What's your 10 out of 10 bathroom? What's your 10 out of 10 garden? You, you might, you will find a visual representation of that. Create a, create a board, create a collage, create whatever you need to create to capture this moment, to capture those feelings, to capture that emotion. Because let's face it, when you snap out of this place that you're in right now doing this exercise, you're going to go back to having to hang out washing, having to do the groceries, having to cook dinner, having to bark at the kids for leaving shit everywhere, having to, you know, probably moaning at the hubby or the wife and partner for doing X, Y, and Z, you know, you're going to snap straight back into reality. And this thing, this feeling, this moment that you have given yourself permission for is going to become history very, very fast. And that is why I said, this is not a set and forget. You don't do this once and think that it's going to change your life because it's not, it is not. 
it is only things are only going to change when you continually hold on to that higher frequency when you can take yourself back to that feeling when you can when you can capture the essence of 10 out of 10 and you can use it to fuel you to get through the shit you know to get through the day in the job that you don't like to get through the day of when the kids are sick and the house is a mess and everything is just going against you to get through the time of your life where you're literally like praying to God that nothing breaks or no no surprising bills come through or whatever because you are literally down to your last few dollars before your next payday this needs to be your essence this is your this is your um fuel this is your magic picture this is your tool of how you are going to get through and how you are going to make sure that the things that you say you're going to do actually happen because you have got that feeling you have got that thing that you can cling to you have got that thing that is going to help you move you forward <sighs> there's such a powerful, powerful exercise, even just to talk about. Like I am just, I am both lit up, fired up and exhausted at the same time, just sharing the concept of doing that exercise, let alone, let alone actually, um, actually doing it. So I trust that you have got incredible value from this, um, Anyone sitting there going, well, now what? What do I do? What do I do with this, Clay? You've only told us half the story. Like, where do I go from here? Fierce Woman Rising. This podcast is about you taking radical responsibility for your life. It is giving you the tools. It is giving you the strategies. It is giving you the inspiration. It's giving you the examples of how you can step up to create the life you love. So you don't need me to tell you what's next. You can look at your first circle and you can look at those feelings and you can take yourself back to those feelings of if nothing changes in 12 months time, how's that going to make me feel? Go back there and see which of those feelings is the most painful and make that your priority to change. Go to your second circle and sit in each of those feelings in each of those 10 out of 10 segments and and feel into which one you want to achieve first. There's no right or wrong. For me, it was finances. For me, it was money. For me, I, and and I don't, that's not to sound shallow. That's not saying that I put earning money above my relationship with my husband or my kids or anything like that. But for me, when I did that exercise, the last time I did this exercise, I knew in my heart, not in my head, because I wasn't letting the bullshit stories of you can't focus on money, you can't put money ahead of your kids. I wasn't going to let that stop me. I felt in my heart that if I could increase my score in that segment, that I knew it was going to ripple into every other segment. And so for me, that was my that was my focus. That is my focus. That was my next step. So that is my um, that is my guidance to you. You do not need me to tell me what your next step is. 
you already know you've got it there in front of you. You just need to give yourself permission to actually step up into the person that can make the decision for themselves without needing someone else to tell them. You know, you know what is the most important thing you need to focus on. And it's probably not the surface level bullshit New Year's resolution that you set because let's face it, that's just the thing that ticks the box. I've made a New Year's resolution. I've got a goal for the year, but it actually keeps me really safe from actually facing what the real goal should be. So win-win. Take this as your opportunity to step up, to use this as the basis of making your own um, priority list, making your own schedule for what is important and use it as your inspiration, as your guide, as your motivation for bumping up the score in just one of those segments and reassess continually, come back to it in a few months time, do the same thing all over again. I, is it still right to be focusing where you're focusing or now you've elevated that score a little bit? Is there something else you need to be working on over here? You get to decide. That is what is so cool about it. And that is what is just not spoken about. Like, you know, you, we sit back and we wait for people to tell us what to do. And then we wonder why we feel so unfulfilled and unsatisfied and so shallow. It's because we're, we're just being sheep. We're just doing what we're told. We're forgetting how to do what we want, to feel what we need and act on it. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It doesn't matter what anyone else says we should be doing. It doesn't matter if people tell us we're wrong. If we feel it in our hearts and we're moving forward on that and we feel better about it, that is all that matters. That is what is important. And that, my friends, is exactly where I am going to leave it. Because we have crammed so much in, um, this is such a valuable exercise. I want to stop talking so you can actually go ahead and do this stuff. Um, and I would love to hear, I would love, absolutely love, 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 love to hear what comes up for you. What have you taken from this episode? What has this exercise allowed you to, to realize where have you been putting your focus in the wrong place? What has been in front of your face the whole time, yet you haven't been able to see it? It honestly fills me with so much joy when I hear your, um, I don't want to say feedback because that sounds so like school-esque, but when I hear your learnings and your reflections from each of these episodes and each week the amount of messages I'm getting is just going up and, and I absolutely love that. So you can connect with me on socials. I am on Instagram at Claire underscore Markwick. I am on Facebook at Claire Markwick. Um, and you can also DM me directly from the show notes of this episode, wherever you're listening to that from. There is a contact me link in the show notes to this episode. So cannot wait to hear from you like it, love it. Give me some love. Give me some um, reviews on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening to it from. Share it with someone in your network that you think needs to hear it. And if you're ready to join me on my fierce quest to creating wealth and creating freedom and creating health in all aspects of life, then let me know and um, I can have a chat with you about what, how I'm doing that and whether it can be a fit for you too. 
Alrighty, thank you so much for lending me your ears. I will be back with you next week. And until then, bye-bye.